Welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast number 16, Removing OK from Your Teaching Vocabulary. My name is Jeff, and I'll be your host for today. Let's get started. When we say removing OK from your vocabulary, what we mean is tacking on OK at the end of your sentences to make them questions. Here's an example. We're going to do front floats, okay? And what you heard right there was me giving a command and then negating that command by turning it into question by saying okay. Instead, what we want to say is we're going to do front floats. Bobby, you're first. Ready, go. And by saying it in this manner, we are clearly giving a command. We're doing front floats. We're naming the person, telling them who's next, Bobby. And then we're giving a command, ready, go. And this is an easy way that you can change and subtly affect your swim lessons to have better attended children and to have a better attended class. Now, typically it is high school age swim instructors that are commonly using okay at the end of their sentences. And this is part of our new swim instructor training. And I'm gonna go through some of the simple steps that you can use to integrate this into your training and change the language that your swim instructors are using to be a little more forceful, a little more strong, a little more commanding, and remove some of the hesitation and unruliness of those classes. When we talk about removing okay, we're really talking about making all of our statements commands and not questions. Let me give you an example. It's the same one as I had before. When you have a high school age swim instructor, and sometimes adults, sometimes they say things like this. Johnny, it's your turn. We're going to do front floats, okay? Now, that statement is a question because of the increased tone of voice for the okay, and because it's attacked at the end, it turns it into a question. Now, what the instructor is probably thinking to themselves are one of three things. They're probably asking with the okay this question, do you understand? Or they're asking, did you hear me? Or they might be asking, are you ready? So it might be one of those three things. Did you hear me? Do you understand? Or are you ready? So when we say we're going to do front floats, okay, what we really mean is we're going to do front floats, did you understand? We're going to do front floats. Did you hear me? We're going to do front floats. Johnny, go first, okay? Are you ready? Okay, so what you can see here is that most of the time instructors, and typically it's the high school aged instructors, will substitute okay for an actual legitimate question. Now, oftentimes this is because they're assuming contextual understanding, uh, which is dropping out uh, specifics and just substituting pronouns like okay or that or this or him or she or it for what they actually mean. And in this case, they actually mean, do you understand? Are you ready? Can you hear me? Did you hear? Do you, you know, they're looking for that acknowledgement that they may not be getting. And that's largely in part because it's, it might be the environment, it might be the type of place that they're at, um, and that is largely effect of the pool environment. It's loud, it can be distracting, 
Uh, there can be a lot of ambient noise, background noise that distracts from the class itself. So what the instructor is doing is trying to establish a, um, they're trying, trying to make sure that the, the participants know what they're saying. And, and, and what they end up doing is turning their commands into questions. So which to you sounds better? If I was teaching a swim lesson and it was in a noisy, loud environment and I was to say, all right, we're gonna do front floats, okay? Is that sound better or does this sound better? All right, we're gonna do front floats. Bobby, you're first, are you ready? Okay, go. Which of those two things do you think sound better? Now, personally, I'm of the mind that says that dropping the okay sounds better. I, I think that taking that okay out and changing it from a question to a clear command with a clear goal and a clear instruction on whose turn it is and when they should begin that activity makes the class run a lot smoother and a lot more flow. The flow is much better. What do you think? I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Uh, please send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or connect with me on Twitter, at swimmingideas. Uh, you can use the hashtag, hashtag S-L-I-O-K. Now that can be hashtag S-L-I and the letters O and K, or you can do hashtag S-L-I-O-K-A-Y. So either one of those will work, and we can track that on Twitter and see you know, what do you think? What are your thoughts about using OK at the end of your sentences? Now, what we, th what we feel when we're teaching our swim instructors to be effective teachers is that we want to imply and basically promote this authority figure of our instructors in front of the students so that they can listen and follow directions instinctually and habitually. Part of doing that is using command language and not question language to get the results that you want. So what you can do is simply just say to your swim instructors, remove the word okay at the end of your sentences. Now sometimes it's difficult to not use okay at all. So we don't say, uh, don't use the word okay at all unless it's at the end of the sentence. Now this is important because some people, now I, one of my cue words, the words that I use to get attention or to indicate that I'm about to give instruction is all right. So when I'm giving instruction, I'm going to say, all right, we're going to do this. And it's a mental and it's a verbal cue for the swimmers to know that I'm about to start giving instructions. Now, some people use okay. They'll say, okay, here we go. Or, okay, this is what we're doing. And you want to not take that away from your instructors. Instead, you want to make those tools available to them in whichever way they prefer. What we're focusing on is making your commands into questions by adding okay at the end of those sentences. And that's really the struggle part that we have here on creating effective teachers. And part of that effective teaching is using these command languages. So this subtle change will turn these questions which relinquish or give away your authority to the students by giving them an opportunity to not participate. Now, if we take that question away, there is no opportunity to not participate because it's a direct command without any room for negotiation. Now, that seems kind of in the face of this podcast number 11, using progressions. It's not. Okay, Part of this is using 
your understanding of swim lessons and understanding of hesitation and reading the participants to offer alternatives as part of your commands. Let me give you an example here. If I'm teaching Johnny how to do front floats, here's what, and he doesn't want to do it, here's what I'm going to say. All right, we're going to do front floats. Johnny, you're first. Ready, go. And he says, no, I don't want to go. Say, okay, well, you're not going to put your face in the water. I'm here to help you. You're going to put your hands on my shoulders, and I'm going to take a step forward. I'm going to say, all right, Johnny, it's your turn. Ready, go. And then the expectation is that I've modified. He will do the front float, but I've modified it to make it make it so he can do it, so he is enabled, so he is allowed or able to meet the standards of the, the activity. He needs to do something, uh, and we're going to meet him at his comfort level. So using progressions, if we were going to go underwater, I would say, okay, Johnny, we're going underwater. Put your face in the water. Okay, he doesn't do that. So, okay, Johnny, you know, you didn't put your face in the water. How about you put your chin in the water? Oh, great job. How about your lips? Oh, fantastic. That's wonderful. Next time, make sure you get both of your lips in the water and not just your bottom lip. But well done. I'm glad you tried. So you can use that type of language. And in that case, I didn't ask any questions. I had a running commentary of commands. And when he could not accomplish one of the commands, I took a step down the progression chain. So going under the water, the progression being your whole, uh, your chin, your lips, your nose, your eyes, your whole head. So I started at the top. He couldn't do that, so I went to the bottom, chin. He could do that, went up a step, couldn't do the lips. And then gave him praise about it, and then gave him a goal for the next opportunity that he would do. So you can use dropping the okay to make these commands more effective in your classes. Here is a thing that you can do in your swim program to train this in your participants or in to your uh, swim instructors. So we generally go over this as part of our swim instructor training. We say, you know, make sure you're giving commands and you're not saying okay at the end. Most of the time when people use the word okay at the end of their sentences, they mean it as a question. And what they really mean is, do you understand? Did you hear me? Or are you ready? So try do your best to drop that okay when you're giving instructions or when you're trying to give clear commands to your class. And then from there, we might have a discussion about it. Maybe we'll give a few examples or ask people to give commands that are also questions by using okay at the end of the sentence and to kind of see the difference of what they do. And you can do that by just reading the script that's in the workbook uh, that we have as part of the swim instructor, uh, swim lesson instructor training. Uh, what you can also do is after they've gone through this training, uh, watch them in their swim lessons. So observation and uh, follow-up are part of the training course and making sure that they, uh, instructors have a resource on hand if they need to turn to it, but also one that is watching them making sure that they're staying on task. Uh, so uh, what I typically do when I'm in this role or in this capacity or if I'm on the deck watching the swim lessons and the swim instructors is I will just listen and if I hear them say okay at the end of their sentences very often, I'll get their attention and I'll say, don't say okay at the end of your sentences anymore. And then I'll listen again and watch the class. And as they do it, I'll smile when they say, and they typically find themselves or catch themselves doing it. And it's, it's a struggle. It's not an easy thing to do uh, because it's a habit. It's a nervous habit too. So uh, getting on the instructors on task while they're doing it in practice 
is a very effective way of doing it. It can be difficult because you're interrupting the class and that's not ideal. Uh, but you know, we want to try to uh, give commands through repetition uh, without using OK at the universal instance. And usually when you remind your instructors of it in the middle of a class and then follow up with them after the class, they typically uh, will improve their use of OK at the end of their sentences. Uh, what you can also do as part of a training program is have a list of commands and have them uh, have the instructors break up into small groups and give those commands to the uh, rest of the group and then the next person would give those commands as a question so add okay at the end of each of those sentences and then the next person would do the same thing and then also give them as a command without the okay at the end of the sentence and see which one is more effective and which one feels better and the more and more we practice saying things in a command tone the better that we're going to get at doing it when we're in our swim lessons so we need to give commands without the opportunity to disagree so the implicit implication of disagreement you know we're going to do front floats okay is giving the child an opportunity to think to himself no i don't want to do that or no it's not okay with me so i'm not going to participate so by removing that okay by removing that question we say we're doing front floats you're going first are you ready yes or no no you're not ready all right okay how about now okay let's go so i'm not saying get rid of okay at all I'm saying use commands to get the reactions that you want uh, I'm interested to think to hear what you think about this topic. Send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com. Let me know what you think. Or connect with me on Twitter, at swimmingideas. Use the hashtag, hashtag SLIOK. Now, I mentioned earlier in the episode that I had some exciting news. I was recently at a Star Guard or Starfish Aquatics training program where they teach you to teach instructors on how to swim. Now, unfortunately, the program itself was awful, uh, in large part due to one person that hijacked the class and made uh, the rest of the instructors. Uh, it, it was a terrible experience. Now, I'm hopeful that this is because of this one person, um, but I, I'm doubtful. Uh, and I can't really go into the details because Stargard has some really strict uh, adherence to legal things where they don't let you talk about their program outside of the program uh, but I will say that it was not a very good experience um, and I will not be using starfish aquatics in any of our programs um, however uh, there are some things that were beneficial from that so uh, they have a training workbook for their new swim instructors which is a brilliant idea and um, they, it's, it's, it's decent, it has a lot of information in it, but it isn't very easy to follow and there's a lot of stuff going on inside of it that makes it difficult for new people that have no idea about swimming. And it makes it difficult for people that do know about swimming, like me, to follow it because they're asking us to ignore everything we know and buy into their program. So, it's not, and use strange terminology. So the different color groups, the different levels, they, they, they don't call them skills, they call them benchmarks or lead-ups. You know, it just, the, the format wasn't to my liking. Now, one of the benefits of this workbook 
is uh, that there's a huge opportunity here to get it right. So we're taking our, our time on this. We're producing a swimming lesson instructor workbook that you will be able to purchase as an actual physical item through Amazon. Uh, or if you want, you can download the PDF and print off as many of them as you want. So if you want to use these workbooks as training manuals for all of your staff, you buy it once and you have it for the rest of your life. Now, Starguard require, or Starfish requires that you buy a new workbook each year. So if you have a 100-person staff, you need to buy 100 workbooks every year because you need to certify your instructors every year. Now, in theory, that sounds like a good idea until you realize that each book is $20, and now you're spending $2,000 a year on workbooks that you have identical ones from the year before. Now, you can't recertify your instructors without buying the workbook. Now, unfortunately, I know that they need to have money and that there's, you know, an exchange of goods here for the effort and stuff provided, but to me, that just seems excessive. So I'm all about making sure that swim lessons are accessible, that they're taught well, and they're taught well by as many people as possible. Now, there is a cost associated with this because it does take time and effort to put this apart together, but that's too much. So... What we're looking at doing is creating a workbook that is either or. You either purchase it as a workbook itself, and it'll be nicely bound and have the paper and the formatting done well. Or you can get the PDF and print it out yourself on your own printer. And you can do that in a limited amount of times. So one purchase or many, it's up to you. I'd like to know what you think about having a workbook. For us, it's gonna be separated into three format, three sections. Section number one, what are the 15 essential swimming skills and what they are. So you'll walk your participants, uh, your new swim instructors through each of the 15 skills. And that'll take about eight to 12 hours, depending on how you break it up and the competency of those people. Um, and then you'll have the how to teach those 15 essential skills. So we'll walk you through the scripts, the language, the terminology, the three things for streamline, the three things for position 11. You know, we'll go through those things and they dovetail with each of our detailed swim lesson sheets, with our lesson plans. Uh, it goes together very well. And finally, number three uh, portion of that will be the detailed skill sheets for each of the skills that we go over with pictures, games with lyrics, songs with lyrics, games with instructions, a list of them all included in that workbook too. So it's kind of going to be the master book for the swimming lesson ideas world. Uh, but let me know what you think. Send me an email, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com or connect with me on Twitter at swimmingideas. I'd love to hear what you think about Starfish. I'm still open to their program. They have a lot of good ideas inside of it. I'm worried that this class kind of ruined it for me, but I'm not discrediting them because they have spent a lot of time and effort on their own training program. And I'd like to learn more about it and see effective ways to integrate it into your swim lessons. Unfortunately, the class I had was a colossal waste of time, and uh, I would really make sure that you follow up with who is teaching the class and how many instructors you have before you go into it. Now, what I will say about it, and I'm going to go into this further in another podcast, but uh, it was mostly ruined by one person who didn't allow the other three instructors there to actually teach. Uh, this person would interject and not let them finish sentences. So it was very frustrating, and 
totally unprofessional. So I'm hoping this was an isolated incident, uh, though I'm not very certain about that. So, uh, okay, well, definitely connect with me, jswim at swimminglessonsideas.com, and remove those okays from the end of your sentences. Look forward to hearing from you.